0: Thank <laughs> you.
2: Welcome. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the bugger, or boater, as we like to call him. Also, we got Mike the mariner and Jerry the diver guy, rounding out the crew today. We got a uh, interesting crew uh, to navigate the latest boating news and information today. Basically, what do you mean interesting? well, interesting. <laughs> a, a, a different. We've kind of rotated people around a little bit. But, but there is a purpose. There is a purpose for this. Uh, Captain Russ, might be joining us. He's actually at the, uh, I think it's the Palm Beach or Palm Coast Boat Show today. We're going to try to check in with him and uh, find out how things are going uh, on in that event there in the Jacksonville, Florida area today. And we will see if that works. In between him selling boats, you know, because that's what he's there, you know, trying to do today. So we are going to uh, check in with him if things will allow and then uh, and then navigate some other boating news and information maybe pick up on some cool boating terms and that's not really for me that's more for Jerry the diver guy who is our special guest today too because he's in he's on a hunt for his first I don't know live aboard type vessel that he wants to purchase and uh, and move down to Florida from the mountains of Virginia. Is that right, Jerry?
1: That's right. Get me out of here.
2: Yeah. Out of the snow. He, he's tired of the mountains of Virginia. He wants to get down there and do some, well, boating, diving, fishing, whatever the case may be. But he needs a place to reside while he is visiting Florida and, uh, I don't know, escaping the mountains of Virginia.
1: I'm a fish out of the water up here. So Greg.
2: he started talking to mm-hmm. us about this, I don't know, about about a month ago. He, he brought this up to me and he says, hey, Greg, you know, hey, look, I want to get a boat. You know, uh, Jerry and I go way back. We're fellow scuba divers. And he goes, But I want to have a place I can, you know, uh, rest my feet and, and rest my bones on my trips down mm-hmm. to Florida. And I thought maybe uh, just getting a boat, having it in a marina down in Florida, I could do such a thing and maybe butts around the, you know, Florida Straits and Keys and East Coast. Of Florida. Are wise, yeah, exactly. He, is he a wise man there, Mike? I thought he, he was crazy a wise man. I, I told him I said, you're nuts. Have you not wise, listened to the world no, of boating?
1: I, I think I'm wise, but I might be crazy.
2: <laughs> yes, well, aren't we all? No, well, I,
3: they're not mutually exclusive, that's for sure.
2: Well, I didn't say he was nuts until he told me how much he wanted to spend. I said, well well, first of all, how big a vessel you want He goes, I don't know thirty feet thereabouts, you know, something that's you know just big enough mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. lounge on. Uh, and then I said, well, what's your budget? Uh, ah, five grand or there. And I am like, what? Oh my God. You're crazy. Isn't hey, that what I, you said, I, I've Jerry? i got
1: all kinds of them for five grand.
2: Yeah. Well, you can find them. Don't get me wrong. But I told him, yeah, I said about 30 feet underwater. Uh, well,
4: not, know, not, not yet. Not, they are, not till he I hands
2: over his, them. not till he hands over his five grand. will they go underwater. Come <laughs> on, Barry. It's a, right. They're, they're landlocked. Yes, exactly. You, but You were thinking, well, I'll get me a fixer upper. And, yeah,
3: uh, <laughs> and and do
2: that, and I told that doesn't
3: him doesn't have any engines. Yeah,
2: I told him immediately. I said, you, we've, you don't.
3: We've got Barry. That's yeah, not. Think, that's yeah.
2: that's not a good move. I don't think. He, even though Jerry is, you know, he's kind of a I don't know grease monkey kind of guy. He has. Uh, he's pretty familiar with engines and motors, and he has a lot of history with like motorbikes and building those. Right, Jerry? Is that the deal? Uh, I've I've got a lot of history with. The okay, motorcycle. a lot of history, but uh, uh, I'm telling you, not enough. uh to find a five thousand dollar boat and then fix it up and be able to live on it and and survive i should say (laughs) i mean you know if i can find one
1: for that and fix it up a little bit so be it okay i mean i'm i'm I'm, (laughs) the time is what's getting me
2: well okay well it's not the time it sounds like the problem it's the money i'm telling you because you know initially
1: fifty grand and and move in and let's go
2: well okay
3: now now you're talking Yeah, I mean, and you, and you can you can you can find a really good boat for fifty grand. It's yeah, easy. I would and, think so. And, um, with uh, plenty of room, it won't be new, obviously. It'll right. be, uh, an older yeah. vessel, but uh, you can find very well cared for boats in mm-hmm. that price range.
2: Yeah, yeah. I told him at least you got to start around a thousand dollars a foot to get something that is, you know, probably going to be okay. You might have to put a little bit Wait, more work into it. Thousand
4: dollars a foot. Yeah. So, 50-foot boat you're talking about?
2: No. I am sa- I said 30 initially, Barry. Pay attention!
4: Right, so that, would, that would be 30,000. <laughs> listen, Barry, listen! listen. La La I'm doing again. the math. <laughs> well, well, no, Jerry how, said it.
1: How are you getting 50,000 out of 30,000? Well, 30 you're because not. Because he was
4: talking about $1,000 a foot. You're talking about spending upwards of Yeah, but so it goes no, up
2: exponentially
4: no, no. as the boats yeah. get bigger. Okay, I figured he, as much.
2: Barry missed the part where I said Jerry was looking for a boat in the 30-foot range.
4: No, so. I just
1: don't listen. Okay. Yeah. We have an admission. Yeah.
2: Anyway, uh, it is what it is. But that was pretty accurate. Even though I don't own one, we've done this show long enough, uh-huh. I kind of have an idea of of how much these things are, are going for. And and sure, sure, could you find one of these $5,000 fixer-uppers that hadn't been in the water for years or needs a major overhaul? Yeah, it's called a raft, I think. Uh, uh.
1: I mean, I, I, I'm finding <laughs> all kinds of boats in the you know, from five grand to, to twenty grand, but, right? But the the problem with with that is, I mean, I don't mind. Like I said before, I don't mind doing woodwork. I don't mind doing upholstery. I don't yeah. mind doing electrical. But mm-hmm. my big big thing with it is, it's if I do find a boat in that price range, what's the what what's the the hull going to be? What's the transom going to be? Mm-hmm. Right. What's the engine's going to be? sure and crap i don't have that much time to work on all of that okay and a lot of fiberglass and no problem yeah, yeah. I've, I've rebuilt tons of bets for people and fiberglass no problem
2: yeah well i think in Trendy, the 30 to fifty thousand dollar range for a boat like that uh you're still gonna have to do some of that stuff wouldn't you think mm-hmm. mike depending on what well, kind of yeah. bargain well, you find
3: well possibly i mean so uh Jerry, what size range are you looking for? What's the, how much room do you need?
1: Well, initially, I, you know, I was looking around 28 to, to, to maybe 32, 34 foot, but then mm-hmm. the more I start looking at things, there's the sleeping capacity of those is very small. Right. I mm-hmm. would like to get up to four to six people to be able to have a place to sleep if I have
2: okay, kids.
3: So, so, so in, in that realm, you're, I mean, you probably need something in the 34 to 36 foot range
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: is my guess. Yeah. And, um, and, and there are plenty of boats out there on the market, uh, that were built say from, you know, 1992 to nine to 2000 in that, mm-hmm. in that range in that size range. I just sold one, uh, a 34 footer that, that, in that price range, in that size range in great shape, um,
2: and, and you sold it for what? Your your boat sold for what? Can you say?
3: In, in, in the price range he's talking about. Okay. It's at no. the upper end of it.
2: All right. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere between thirty and forty, or thirty and fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: know, something right. that we we sort of glossed over when he was talking about this and that was: Do you want to continue to stay up there, or would you rather move down here and live on a boat?
1: Hmm. Well, at, right now it, it's going to be back and forth. Yeah. And then in a few more years, yeah, I'll be down there all the
4: time.
2: <laughs> yeah, so probably like a week or two at a time. To, he might want to
4: drag me back up here. Yeah. Well, yeah. then I was thinking about what about a houseboat? Well,
3: mm-hmm. he's going to be uh, on the intercoastal and on the uh, on the coast, yeah. and, and that 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 leaves the option of going out uh, on the Atlantic um, off the table.
4: Yeah. Well, no, not 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 necessarily. If you're if it's a smooth, if it's a quiet day out, you could still go out on a houseboat. Right. You can't go down, out <laughs> during rough weather. But the point is, is you would have your house, your ability oh. to dive off of it, everything on that boat, or just have a houseboat and have a small tender to do your little dives off of.
2: Oh, now yeah, you mean, want him to get two boats, do you, Barry? Well,
4: no, 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 no. One would be a <laughs> he would be able to live. At, he could throw out the anchor and live anywhere in the houseboat, right? Or rent a small, you know, rent someone's dockage, which would be cheaper than renting a house down here in South Florida or renting an apartment. Got it.
2: All right, so yeah, you, it could be like Jerry the diver guy's floating palace of fun. <laughs>
4: Well, it would be Jerry the diver guy's uh, scuba adventures, or it would instead of be mountain divers, it would be. Uh you know, house floating divers. divers. Yeah, yeah, I don't know
2: something right there. Yeah, exactly. Well, I I see what you're saying. I mean, that I guess it's a possibility. But you're kind of looking for something that's a little bit more seaworthy that you take out and yeah. and go yeah. diving off of it if you really I wanted mean, like,
1: to. Like I said, I, you know, I would like to go over to maybe the Bahamas once or twice a year. Well, mm-hmm. that maybe you're not run down, down do on a Keys. houseboat. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not
3: going to do that on a houseboat. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to need no, a little think, bit more.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think based on you know. If you're going to uh, spend a few years traveling back and forth, get a boat that you can get comfortable with and start to understand moving a boat of that size and weight. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, then you'll decide on, you know, if you're going to move down here and live on a boat, how big of a boat you really want to be on.
2: Absolutely. You know, and once you get a boat, of course, as soon as you get it and move in, you'll realize, ah, crap, I want something bigger. That's just the law of physics. That's how it goes. All right. More coming up with my and Jerry a boat next on the World of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network
0: You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the World of Boating. I do like the watch. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. <laughs> Sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Looks like one ship was saved today: a relationship. Come say-
2: This is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, or Bugger. We call him Barry the Bugger on our other show, because bugs, well, they're lobster. So he likes to lobster when he's uh, sometimes doing his boating. But, you know, for this show, he's more of a boater, so we call him Barry the Boater. Uh, but I might interchange those periodically, just because... He's really well, Barry the Booger. Okay, thanks, Jerry. I'll Obviously, make sure to
4: wipe some on
2: you. Barry and Jerry are kind of a couple and uh so <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that i'm just pointing it out that sometimes they kind of go at a each lot other wrong with that great <laughs> <laughs> all right jerry the diver guy uh also mike the mariner <laughs> gee whiz really barry <laughs> inappropriate uh anyway <laughs> uh jerry's on the hunt for a uh, vessel to move down to florida and live on partly and uh go out and do a little boating. I think we've kind of covered the base for him a, a little bit from the standpoint that a houseboat won't do. He needs something a little bit more seaworthy. Mm-hmm. And we've realized that it's going to be in probably the thirty dollars to $50,000 range for about a 30-foot-plus 30, 30 vessel, you know, in the 30-foot range there somewhere, you know, give or take, depending on the, the layout. Now, I know Mike, you know, he just sold his boat, which is, what, 35, right? 35-foot?
3: 35. It was a thirty, well, thirty-four.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you just went bigger. So right about that size yeah. is kind of what Jerry's thinking. And you have some uh, neighbors in your marina that you thought maybe might be a viable option for him, right? Well, mm-hmm. What What have you seen that might be a, a good option yeah, I'm, for I'm Jerry? Chasing,
3: I'm chasing uh, two boats to get more information for him on uh, boats in that size range. They're uh, yeah, they're they're uh, thirty-four. And thirty-six feet, respectively, okay. and uh, you know the, the nineteen ninety-five model year, roughly range. Right. Yeah, uh, gas-powered. Um, I'm a big fan. You know, if you're in the thirty-five foot range and uh, and you have gas power, uh, I'm a big fan of the Chevy big blocks. You know, the, the Mercruiser or the Crusader four fifty fours, and that's what these boats have. Yeah, uh, so nice and reliable and bulletproof.
2: Well, that sounds Basically like a big. winner. What do you think, Jerry? Yeah.
3: Well, I'm a
1: Chevrolet guy.
2: Okay. Well, there you go. You, got you know one.
1: that. Yeah. Too many bets.
2: <laughs> he 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 likes uh, likes that style or that motor. Okay. Fair enough. And uh, but but once again, going back to the money wise, I mean, is that something that might be in your budget, or you'd be stretching things thin if you had to pay that much for a vessel? Or what do you think, Jerry? Well,
1: you know, I'm always stretching things. Thin, well, of course. Right?
2: Well, it, it's money. <laughs> This is something you're going to live on. This is I, a I major think scuba investment it, though. Greg. Think about that. <laughs> Come on.
1: Right. You've okay. You never seen a millionaire uh, scuba instructor have Well, you? it's a
2: loan that you'd have to make, right? Of course. Uh, so they they do it for,
4: for the sure. love of scuba.
2: Okay. For the love yeah. of scuba. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, money will come into play here for sure. So that's what yeah, I'm, money, I'm just money, trying to find. Is,
1: I mean, you know, I've got to I've got to be responsible with with how much I spend on it because I still got to have money to to pay a, a dock fee and everything. Well, that's okay, true. So, uh, yeah, dockage, you, you yeah.
3: understand you you can make a good decision buying a boat, but buying a boat is not a good financial decision right. in any no. in any manner, no. shape, or form. You, yeah. you realize that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I understand that
0: completely. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you even uh, thought normally. about? Uh, let, let's think about this then. Yeah. Okay. So storage of the vessel. Let's say mm-hmm. he honed in on something around thirty-five feet. So they're going to ch- charge him doc- dockage fees uh, based on the the foot footage of his uh, vessel, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Depending
3: yeah. on where he is, uh, you know, eleven to fifteen bucks a foot per month. Mm. Yep.
2: Yeah. So you've yeah. already thought about that, Jerry? Do you realize yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and a boat that big, you wouldn't be able to haul it out and put it back in every time either, would you? No. No. You'd have to be I, in the water.
4: But you see, that's, again, while I'm looking at long-term, mm-hmm. not short-term. Yeah. Because he really needs to know, what are his long-term goals?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, to eventually live on it at uh, it extended to periods of To live
3: down time. here. No, now, or, or on a different boat.
4: Is is a 35-footer big enough for a single person to live on, Mike? Oh, hell yeah.
3: Oh, sure. Yeah, there are people in this marina living on boats that size. But, oh, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, I don't think that the boat he's about to buy will be the one that he eventually lives on. Right. I think it's the boat he'll get used to no. operating. Because, you know, a 34-footer operates just like the one that I'm on now. Mm-hmm. has the exact same controls. Um, it's just a different dynamic in terms of weight and everything so he'll get used to operating a vessel and then um, he'll really figure out you know when he's going to be on it full-time how much space he needs and mm-hmm. then he'll he'll jump up from which is always more
2: to, I believe isn't that uh, an accurate uh, <laughs> assumption there Mike
3: yeah like <laughs> he'll 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 probably sell his boat in three or four years and, and buy one f- five or ten feet longer you yeah know? It, yeah. Well, what, do. what
2: about in that 30 to 40 foot range as far as the sweet spot when it comes to dockage? Are you in one of those zones where, like, if you keep it under 35 feet, you're going to save a little bit of money because, say, like marinas will charge more for boats over 35 or 40 mm-hmm. feet versus below? What is it, well, Mike?
3: Well, the, the, usually the way it works is a marina will have a set of. And and a, lo- a lot of the limitation is based on how wide your boat is. Yeah. So some slips are you know set up for a twelve or fourteen foot beam. Your boat might be right at fourteen. You really need sixteen feet wide. So you're so you have to move to a slip where you have to pay a minimum length. You might have a forty foot boat, but you're paying for a forty five foot minimum. Yeah. Uh, because you're in a slip that's large enough to accommodate the, the width of your boat. So okay. You, usually it's a minimum length charge. Per slip, if you're a 45 footer and a 45 foot slip, you're paying exactly what you should be. If you're uh, a 35 footer and a 45 foot slip, you're paying for a 45 foot boat.
0: Mm.
4: Mm. That, All right, Barry. There's one other thing to think about is that uh, he talked about going over to the Bahamas, Bimini, once in a while, and they have a boat fee that you have to pay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If it's 34 feet and under, it's 150. But from 34 to 99, it goes to 300. Well, I mean, there
2: you go. 35- so you definitely want a 34 yeah. foot. <laughs> or less. Or,
4: or, you know, as I said, uh, well. Well, he's so not going over there every week. So, yeah, you know. No, but I yeah. mean, times so, a year. that $150 is good for two trips. Mm-hmm. So you pay it, you go there, and then I think you have 90 days to, to go back there again and do it again. Right. With mm. that same payment. But so, I,
2: I think that's smart. Uh, Barry actually brought up something exactly what I was talking about when it comes to finding that sweet spot so maybe you know knowing that that is something that Jerry wants to do as part of his regular boating activities you know maybe going 34 and uh below might be the the way to you know keep that in mind keep it in right. check a little bit every little dollar counts or helps right Jerry oh every dollar counts yeah they yeah right and and, you know even though you will always want to go bigger that is is exactly you know the threshold you got to find and and the trick to this i think too is uh is is making sure uh, that it is big enough and it's going to be big enough for jerry i've seen him passed out and at boats in 12 foot or less and he slept like a baby (laughs) so i know him i know what he needs i'm trying to help him yeah more coming up on the world of boating
0: Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network.
2: This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Bugger. Andor boater, Mike the Mariner, and Jerry the Diver Guy, who's on the hunt for a new boat for himself to live on, uh, you know, in Florida when he comes visits our state from the mountains of Virginia. Uh, by the way, a little bit later on, we got to dive a little deeper into: uh, Does a boat have a soul? One of our yes. World of Boating uh, listeners were asking. <laughs> okay, okay, I guess we don't need to talk about it because evidently it does. <laughs> so uh but i do want to find answer, out a little son. a little bit more about that uh it was intriguing to me uh but but just more on what jerry is looking for for his vessel something to live on as we call live aboard so he'd live on it when he come to florida for you know a week at a time few nights at a time maybe a little bit longer might evolve into uh his home away from home. That's kind of what it'd be. But then he wants to be able to cruise over to the Bahamas from, say, South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, that case, that kind of thing. Uh, maybe even do some uh, diving off of it. Now, these boats that you found, Mike, that are like neighbor's boats that are getting ready to go on the market in the 35-foot range, uh, what can you tell us about what these things feature and, and could accommodate him? What 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 other deeper elements should he zero in on you well think.
3: i mean so, so in a boat that size you know it has you know uh, not maybe not a full galley it won't have an oven but it'll have a cooktop yeah it'll have a refrigerator it'll have um you know from an amenity standpoint it'll have uh you know a head with a shower uh wh- whether or not it, depending on the age of the boat it might be an electric head versus a vacuum flush
2: um, what, what are the pros and cons of either of those does he which one does well, he want
3: you know, vacuum flush is more modern. Um, I think electric. You want something heads that more, sucks?
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, vacuum flush just sounds at, so much better.
3: <laughs> at, well, I will tell you the thing. Uh, I mean, I've I've had lots of boats with vacuum flush on them, and and they work well when they work well. When they don't, it, when they stop not,
2: sucking, oh boy! Yeah. So
3: you know they're just <laughs> finicky. You know they they okay. they have a lot of moving parts, and they they really they um, create negative pressure which is good but sometimes when they fail they don't create negative pressure which Mm. is bad
2: (laughs) really so i would think anything uh, associated with a head is negative Uh, especially if it stops sucking because you know where else it's going to go it's going to start you know filtering out through the galley and everywhere else on the vessel all right more coming up
0: you're listening to the world of boating radio network
1: You'll be my scallywags, I don't know what that means, but you will be them, and here's how we
0: pray. Thank you for your attention, and welcome aboard.
2: Let's go! This is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, Jerry the Diver Guy, and future boat owner, if things go his way. He's on the hunt. So if you, by the way, if you have a boat for sale in the 30 to 35 foot range that he could live Gee. on and... And cheap. He wants a deal sorry
1: for a poor slub.
2: Uh, Jerry, the <laughs> diver guy, sometimes known as Bargain Man. So he <laughs> he's looking for something like that. And I don't know, Barry, you found something that might be in that uh, category, but you haven't been able to zero in much deeper than I, I, being aware I, of it.
4: I I know someone that has a boat that may be in that category, and if uh, Jerry makes it down this week, yeah, we will uh, head over there and take a look at it. It's been sitting in a warehouse. For at least fifteen or twenty years, it oh. has been
2: sitting. So it's pristine, and it's been well, just covered up, and
4: yeah. I mean, if it's been in a warehouse, it means it hasn't been out in the elements. But yeah, uh, so so that means a lot of dry rot. Well, I, well, I, why would you have dry rot just because it's in a dry area? Yep. Yeah. Nah, well,
3: no, I don't, I don't think, think so. Necessarily. Yeah. Uh, what, do you know what kind of boat it is?
4: No, that's the that's the issue. Is that I need to go to I need to get the keys of the person who owns yeah. the warehouse, and okay. I think we're gonna. So, meet some people down so all
2: there. he knows is it's old and cheap that's all i know is
4: that <laughs> originally they were going to give it to me and i looked oh. at and i said look my little itty bitty pickup truck is not going to tow that big boat i think it was like 30 32 foot
2: mm. so they kind of were more? looking for someone to just take it off their hands sounds like yeah perfect well perfect thing known for me since
4: i was a little rug rat so yeah, that yeah. Was he really
2: doesn't great. know anything give it to him <laughs> that's right that's right Well yeah. that's that's probably worth
3: a look, but I'll tell you, you know, years ago, my grandfather bought a boat. It was a, a mid 70s vintage Sea Ray that had been in a warehouse up in Nashville for like uh, 10 or 15 years. Yeah. And it was in pristine condition. The boat hmm. was absolutely stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Um, but the first thing that happened was uh, the engine blew up. And literally, oh. with one hour on it, it, it blew up because it had been sitting so long. Right. That said, yeah replacing a you know a, a, a Ford at that in that boat it was a ford 351 was a you know 2500 hundred dollar problem no big deal oh, and thanks. you're left with a beautiful boat with a brand yeah. new engine in it well yeah, right yeah. And, and
4: and the only thing i was thinking of is the engines will either turn or they're seized up you know depending mm-hmm. on how it was uh taken care of well, right but
1: it's to something to look with at off that i mean you you pretty much i mean it's it's like what Mike said. I mean, you're going to put a couple hours on it, and they're going to go.
4: Yeah. They will detonate. Mm-hmm. And they shouldn't.
1: Just because it's will. been
4: sitting, it shouldn't. I mean, it depends on like how you car. start it up. Well, a car, too. Yeah. I mean, if it's been sitting for a couple of years, first thing you do is you try to turn it over without spark plugs, boil it up, make sure the oil pressure comes up, and then see how it works, and then mm-hmm. fire it up.
2: Yeah. Well, if you don't use it. Uh, you might lose it kind of thing, you know. Yeah, but still, an engine's rust.
4: cheaper than a whole boat. Well,
2: true. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. question about that. So, they, I mean, that, it may be an option, but, you know, it, it, to me, it sounds like, uh you know, your friend there, Barry, it, it kind of has a timeshare they're trying to unload. Like, you no, know what I mean? Just, they it's,
4: just have no, no use for the boat. And yeah. And it was something that was offered to me at one time. And I, you know, I said, thank you very much. I appreciate that. But, mm. I really have no place to put it. I can't even tow it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, how are you supposed to be bury the boat or if you don't take free boats from people? Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I don't Barry. do that. I don't
4: do that. Yeah. yeah. I'll take I, a free thing. boat. I, well, well, exactly. I, you know, we're going to see what happens. We're going to take a look at it hopefully this week. And, uh, you know, maybe it'll be something that'll work for him.
2: Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll continue to talk about this a little bit more. But I, I do want to get back over to Mike the Mariner here because he just bought his boat last week, I believe. <laughs> You were, uh, you, you knew what you were going to name your vessel. Have you done that since last uh, last week's show, or not? We,
3: we have not. We have not done the, the christening yet. Ah, but okay. we we have named it, but it it's not on the boat yet. So okay, so you can't, can't talk share. About it, so we we change cannot change it. disclose that, but we'll take pictures and we'll post them on the world of boating.
2: It, I, I know site. what it's
4: going to be. Uh oh, go ahead. Barry the Booger no, no. We this, is my, this is
2: mike's mike's boat
4: i'm gonna leave him jerry. on that boat in the warehouse for 10 years you'll find his body
2: <laughs> boy i i will say you, you, you just
4: patch over it? no just <laughs> get no just yeah.
2: get uh get jerry the diver guy the boat barry and then name it that and then he, every time he sees his boat and stays on overnight he'll think of you see oh we'll <laughs> he'll be barry
4: the booger okay, yeah thank you
2: okay so anyway uh does a boat have a soul so explain this to me, Mike. Like I said, we had someone uh, chime in on the World of Boating Facebook page, and he mm-hmm. shared a story about a yacht. And uh, the guy who bought this thing, I forget where they were cruising, but they had, it was a pretty big vessel, like a 180-footer, that he mm-hmm. had purchased, transformed into a uh, floating resort type thing. But before he bought it, he went on board to meet the crew and everybody to, to make sure the boat had a soul before he bought it. It's an okay. interesting read. I was like, okay. I mean, um, you know, I know we refer to our boats as uh, women usually, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't really, yep. I've, I haven't heard this about. You, you have to check the soul of a vessel. Is this just maybe new to me, ghosts. or, or what do you think, Mike?
3: Oh, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I don't know. if It's a figurative thing or not, but uh, yeah, I, I kind of. I mean, I. The rational side says, yes, it's an inanimate object that was built in a factory. Right. You know, it's fiberglass and engines and, and components and things like that. But mm-hmm. then, you know, you, you kind of have a relationship with your vessel. And so, doesn't that really mean it has a soul? Well, I mean, uh, no, I, I,
2: I, I understand where the guy was coming from. But is this a typical boating kind of terminology thing that has escaped me? I haven't heard of this before. Well, talking about your boat has a soul. Yeah.
3: Uh, no, I haven't heard of that specifically, okay. but, yeah. but you know, now that I have, I could see where someone would, you know, kind of take right. that. You I know. mean, like I said, sure. we always
2: talk about our our vessels as uh, women, right, uh, right mm-hmm. Barry? Don't yeah, you?
3: And,
4: yeah, and I'm wondering now if they're talking about, like, when you find the person that you've always wanted to be with, you call them your soulmate. So mm-hmm. maybe what they're saying is that you find the boat that, for whatever reason, just makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, So maybe it does have a soul in that. Well, he,
2: he kind of brought it up uh, into uh, the crew that was on the vessel because, you know, it obviously it was a big yacht, you know, 180 footer. It probably had a crew of anywhere from five to 10 people, and he wanted to go on board and meet the crew. And I guess he was kind of alluding to their relationship with the vessel, like how they felt about the boat themselves probably or how they ran it. And uh, and and that's what he was kind of tapping into to kind of get a feel for the find out what kind of soul this boat had uh, by the crew that ran it. So mm-hmm. I think it was it was more than just the vessel itself. But uh, I don't know. Interesting concept. And obviously he liked what he saw because he ended up buying the boat and doing the retrofit and turning it into this floating palace that he now is enjoying and and, and taking his friends and family on. Maybe so,
4: maybe, he, maybe he wanted to make sure someone had it died a really nasty death and there was a ghost.
2: Going. That would be yeah. a bad soul, yeah. That would be, uh, a, bad that would be a ghost ship. I've heard no, of those. That would
4: require
3: an exorcism or something,
2: Jerry, right? Jerry, <laughs> what say you? Listen,
1: whatever boat y'all find me, make sure nobody died on it.
2: Why? No. Why would it <laughs> matter?
1: He believes
3: in that. Heebie-jeebies. He uh, uh, gives heebie-jeebies.
2: That would make it more valuable if it was haunted, oh. wouldn't well, it? Well, that's what
3: you could name the boat,
2: then. Heebie-jeebie. The heebie
1: no, uh, and me, it'll be called the
4: dog house because that's where I usually stay. We're, we're okay. going to go look for one that has been um, confiscated after a, a grisly murder. Okay. <laughs>
2: All right. So, yeah, what is this then, Jerry? Is this going to be like a floating dog house? Is this what really what you're going for? Pretty, pretty much. I okay. Mean, well, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now that can relate to that yeah. scenario. When she but, says
1: you're out of the house, go go sleep in the dog house. Well, yeah.
2: Go sleep, with so your, sleep go, go sleep with your sleep Go sleep with your soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <right. laughs> yeah. What is that with the boat being named, uh, you know, a female or, or you know, always refer to your vessel as she? Uh, you know, Barry, uh, sent me this list of boating terms. This is kind oh, of yeah. loosely related, I guess, but I don't know. Well, what's the story behind that? You got to Google it barry or do you know i'm gonna have to google head. that I one figured. because
4: my my boat's not really i don't know female if it's a female name her name is surprise
2: ah she's uh, gender I, fluid is that what you're trying to say
4: well it's 2021 you <laughs> right. know it's how many different letters are on there in the alphabet now yeah
2: i mean that exactly yeah. that may not be politically correct to name your vessel uh or refer to your vessel as well, a female
4: well they don't, I don't know all, i mean some of them are are uh, pl- uh, were uh Play on words like "not today" with K N O T uh-huh. or yeah. um, things yeah. like that. So uh, you're saying right. it's
2: gender n- gender neutral and it doesn't matter and, and that right. kind of thing.
1: So redneck well, Riviera doesn't work.
2: Well, it a- does.
4: Actually, it yeah. does work. Yeah. Why not? That does work.
2: Yeah. It, but you it, still it, would re- refer to your vessel as, as uh, a she. she yeah. sails. Blah blah blah. Right. Like that. She sails. Sea shields by the sea. By the Be, sea careful. Be
4: careful. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> so a while back i had purchased a book about uh it's called the mariner's dictionary and it's a yep. great older book so i i picked out like from the alphabet a through z of uh, uh, different words and uh some of them have you know you if i tell you what the word is you're going to say wow you know how is that a nautical word so we were going to test jerry on that
2: okay we'll do that next right here on the world uh, of uh, is back. Jerry the boater living up to his name right here on the world of Boating. stay close
0: listening to the world of boating radio
2: network do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world well look no further than the world of boating radio show just like you thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message and we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next saturday remember a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise nothing Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott.
1: Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths.
0: Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase.
1: One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward.
0: You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce, and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea, air, good friends. Brought to you by WorldOfBoating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Oh, A there meets years sailing with Long John, Blackbeard, Paintleg, hook. The scourge of the mountain main, the
4: bloodthirstiest, black-heartedest pirate captain, ever sailed the seven seas. <laughs> what say ye? we hoist the Jolly Roger, heel over to yonder Spanish galleon, lay a few broadsides at dinner timbers, and
3: swing over on these ear lanyards with our cutlasses in our teeth, and cut them to ribbons and split the booty? What say ye to that yard easy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't
0: like it. You don't like it? I don't like it and I don't want to do
1: it. Tacky, tacky, tacky. And don't look at me that way. Huh.
3: well, if you don't like it, what do you want?
2: I want to sing and dance. I want to sing and
0: dance. I want to be a pirate in the pirate's up
1: in Wear me silver buckle slippers and me tight shiny pants. I want
2: to sing Yo, this want is to the sing world of boating. Death. Greg, your first mate. Uh, we got uh, Barry the Boater, Jerry the Diver Guy, Mike the Mariner. Uh, I don't believe Jerry and Barry have ever performed in the Pirates of Penzance, but I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, they'd make yeah. a dynamic duo at the bare minimum.
4: I think a pair of uh, buckled shoes would look good on him. Okay. Well, wear, there you
3: go. They have to wear the stretch pants.
2: The
4: stretchy pants. <laughs> <laughs> they wear the baggy pants.
2: All right. Inside voice, boys. Inside voice. Okay. A little too much information. But regardless, uh, you know, Jerry's looking for a boat. And uh, we'll, we'll see how that progresses. But we want to talk about some of these boating terms to wrap up the uh, virtual cruise of the latest boating news information find out if there's a couple of them that you're using improperly or maybe you don't even know uh if you're not sure if your boat has a soul right uh, you know I don't, I don't know but that's not uh part of these uh wars so what are some of the give me give me like five well, or six of them I'm, or so yeah I'm gonna,
4: I'm gonna give you the ones that you would think about say it means that so okay. here's the first one it's called backwash
2: Backwash. Is that
1: what you do when you, when you take a drink of your beer and it goes back down in your bottle? Well, that's
2: That, what, is, that, yeah. that is. That's what we all. Jerry call knew it. that
4: one. Yeah, but that's why I'm telling you these are the words that are strange. Actually, in, in mariner's talk, it's the water thrust aft by the action of the propeller. That's the thrust that comes from the propeller.
2: That comes it's back up backwash. on the transom, so or back, just on? No, the... it's
4: the one prop- that, that it's the it's. Well, we call it prop wash now, but they used yeah. to call it backwash.
2: Okay, huh. all right. Okay. Well, now you I know. That. I so, like it.
4: All right. Here's another one, and uh, it's called growlers.
2: Mm-hmm. That holds a Those certain glasses. size beer.
4: It, it yep. could be. Yeah. Wasn't that also when you're like like half drunk and you're, and you're crawling from one beer or <laughs> one establishment to another?
2: No, you're growling. Give me more beer! Roar!
4: Okay. Well, in this case, growlers are low-lying masses of ice, which are not easily seen by approaching vessels. Owing to their dark indigo color,
2: so they're like a small I see, I iceberg. See those every once, yeah, I see those huh. every
3: once in a while in Florida. Okay. Really, icebergs. <laughs> right. Okay. No, well so water freezes at fifty. Yeah. In yeah right. Oh, yeah. Okay.
4: Um, how about this one's pretty easy. Now uh-huh. this has two uh, marine meanings. Irons.
2: Irons. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I can only think. You know, like is chains that the, or is something. that the
3: is that the cradle for the anchor? No. At the
2: it, no? It's it's what they put the uh, captains in when they've been stealing boats, yes. and they put yeah, them in that, the middle that, of square. square. That, that's pretty
4: much put true. Them in are, irons! Those are handcuffs or leg irons. Yeah. Oh. So you're correct on that. Or, when you're on a sailboat and you're stuck where you can't make headway, you're supposed to be stuck in irons. You can't make any headway.
2: Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, now right. we know. You don't want to be uh, that guy. Now, Either way.
4: Uh, it, if Jerry doesn't do the right thing on the boat, he could be keel hauled.
2: Oh, I know what that is. Do you know what it is, Jerry?
4: Yep. I know
1: what that one is. Explain. What it, explain. Keel haul is where they drag you across the keel of the boat.
4: Like how underwater. Do do yeah. Underwater.
1: Yeah. Well, well yeah. Well,
4: what they, how do they do that though?
1: They, they'll drag you across the barnacles or, or usually yeah. they'll tie a rope around you and yank you off. Drag the, you from one side to the
2: other. Or, you got it. Ding, ding, ding. All right.
4: right.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Jerry, um, the boating guy, look at him. Okay. Uh,
4: here's here's an uh, unusual one. Saturday night
2: bottles. Saturday night Not to bottles. confused
4: with Saturday night fever. Hmm. I have plenty of those.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You <laughs> They're do. cans, I believe, in Jerry's case. <laughs>
4: well, well, but, uh, you're close. It has to do with drinking.
2: Oh, what are uh, the odds?
4: They were bottles of rum, formerly sent forward to each watch of an English whaler on Saturday nights.
2: Saturday <laughs> night bottles.
4: Saturday night bottles.
2: Okay, all right. Well, that was before disco. So,
4: uh-huh.
2: I, Jerry, I guess that makes sense. Do yeah. you
4: know what a tank top is?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: yeah.
1: Give me a clue. Well, you know that's your muscle shirt that you wear around. But I guess in in, 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 in boat terminology, a tank top would be your your canopy or, or whatever that bimini top.
4: Ah, sure. uh, so it is, the, it is the plating of the upper side of a double bottom boat.
2: The plane well, well, on
4: the tank top. top. Yeah. A double, plating. a double hull boat. Like the Titanic was supposed to be.
2: Yeah. Go I don't to, know. Um, as soon as you said tank okay. tops, I immediately yeah. went to like Hooters. Yeah, so. Exactly.
4: That's, <laughs> that, well, that's what I'm trying to say. There are a lot of uh, Marine words That we use for other reasons now That we have no idea where they came from Do you know what a vulgar establishment is? The world of boating (laughs) And and Scuba Radio Oh, well (laughs) Thanks for that uh, (laughs) Actually, (laughs) it is for marine use It is the interval between the time of of the moon's passage And succeeding high water on the days of full or new moon Huh Ooh, okay. Look at that. Talk about passing.
2: Yeah. Of, of moons. Of uh, moons. Uh, yeah, yeah. i can say so don't much that me. I know we shouldn't. So <laughs> we'll just uh, leave it at that for this week. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Till next time. Remember, whether it is sail or motor, what boat? life is, life better, is better, as better as a boater. A safe boating, everyone. or comments, feel free to do so via the web at worldofvoting.com.